Here's what happened this morning with Stacey and Clayton. I have a very good feeling in my bones about free food and fuel this morning. Mm. I feel like it's going to happen with us. Mm. I don't know. Just saying. We're giving away a $100 gift card to Saskatoon Co-op that you can use on food or fuel. Mm. And whoever wins that is in to win the grand prize. 100 bucks a week from Saskatoon Co-op mm. for food, maybe fuel. Who knows? Thanks to Sax, Sax Pork for helping us out. Saskatchewan pork. Pork made of saxophones. Recycling, right? <laughs> Recycling. It's the new Beyond Meat. Uh, saxophones. No. Um, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be alive. Almost <laughs> died yesterday, okay. Stacy. I almost died. Oh, my Don't God. Laugh. Don't laugh. Don't laugh because you know the story. Okay. Don't laugh because you know the story. It's very serious. <laughs> it's very serious. It is. I'm very lucky to be here. Driving yesterday. Oh, my God. I'm going to Sarkhan. Going to Sarkhan, doing some cans. The yeah. the bags are getting smelly. So as I'm going down McCurcher there to go over the college overpass. Yeah. Uh, as I'm driving up the hill there, I notice wow that light like the light post there, really sideways like the leading tower of Pisa, and then it just falls over. Like what? Seven feet in front of my car. Oh my God, this thing what? falls over in the wind. It was already kind of teetering. Boom! Falls. Seven feet. I had to break. People behind me are like, oh, whoa. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Happened right in front of me. And whenever that happens, whenever you get like a close oh. miss like that. <laughs> How many times has a oh, lamppost fallen in your way? If I had a nickel, Stacy. <laughs> if I had a nickel. Every just time a, that happens. Just a classic Tuesday for this guy. <laughs> uh, no, like it falls over. You get that close call where you're like, right. whoa. I was three seconds away from total disaster. You start thinking, if I hadn't have retied my shoes before I left the house, oh yeah, I'd, I Definitely. wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. If I didn't retie my recycling bags before I put them in the car because I didn't want them falling all over the place, yeah. that thing probably hits my car. I'm probably donezo. Oh my God. Thank you, greasy, smelly cans, for saving my life. I didn't want you spilling all over my back seat. You're the reason I'm still here. I think that all the time about, like, even where I am in life right mm-hmm. now, which is maybe a bit more deep than, like, a lamppost falling. But, like, the decisions you make back in the day. I used to live in England, and I was dating a guy from Australia. Where's this going? And we broke up. But had I continued dating him, a lot of my friends over there actually yeah. went and moved to different countries because they met people. I could have been living in Australia. His parents owned a vineyard. But no, I came back to Saskatoon, and here I am doing radio, not owning a vineyard. Sorry but that you know you're what I mean? stuck with me and your no, loving no, husband no. and your adorable daughter. Wow, that sounds like a nightmare. Which I'm just Talking saying. Talking for a living with a loving family in a beautiful city. God, that I, sounds like the worst. I'm not saying it's the worst. I'm just saying it's so weird. Like you said, one split second decision at one point oh, in your life. I'll go way back too. I'll be like. changes everything. On Sunday, if I didn't grab the gray towel instead of the white towel, I, that pull would have hit me that's five seconds difference right there we're eight weeks away now eight weeks away until i become a dad getting pretty excited getting nervous about the delivery room though starting to have some pretty weird dreams of my wife literally ripping my hand off of my arm because that's the thing right you see it in movies and tv shows the the husband's there so they can do the hand holding the wife just squeezing yeah take, take all your anger out on my hand wifey take it all out in my hand um i'm seeing a trend with these uh future dads in the delivery room that i don't like stacy tell me it's young dads uh they will bring their entire gaming system 
like their Xbox, their PlayStation. They'll bring it all. The TV. I'm Sometimes, guessing. yeah. Like some delivery rooms have a TV, but in some cases, yeah, they're bringing the TV as well, like a 50 inch flat screen to the delivery room because they know that they might be there for like a day and a half and they oh, want to play video games. God. Now, I get it. Video games. They've changed, right? They're not just a time waster anymore, right? Some people play video games for a living. Mm -hmm. Some people make money playing video games. Some people, that's their hobby. That's their thing, right? Time and a place, fellas. Yeah. Time and a place. And if you need to play video games that badly in that situation, let me tell you something. You got a problem. You can't take a day to be there for your wife who's pushing... Let's be real here. A watermelon <laughs> out of her. You're going to sit there and be like, guys, my kill death ratio is 6 to 1 right now. Yeah, babe, I'll no be right respect. there. I just have to pass this level. No respect, respect for you. No respect. I feel like that's a bit of a stunt. Like, unless it, the person's like an addict. It's even worse if it's a stunt. Then. Yeah. If, you, if you're doing it because you love video games that much, a, a part of me kind of respects that because I love video games too. Hey. Sure, and it's I, greasy. One percent of me is like, hey, you do you, buddy. Well, because in fairness, a lot of time can be spent in that room exactly, waiting and exactly. waiting and waiting. But if you're doing it for the social media likes, just, yeah. I just don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. What are you going to do to pass your time? Uh, be there for my wife. That's what I'm going to do to pass the time. You need some ice chips. You need some Doritos. So what do what you if need? She's doing... Talk with the father-in-law. Talk with the mother-in-law. Give them updates. Just. What anything but that sleeping for six hours I will be sleeping with her mm-hmm. I will be doing whatever my wife wants me to do that day because <laughs> that's a husband's job in the delivery room not playing NBA Jam <laughs> as if someone's going to bring a Super Nintendo <laughs> I, I would what's your father-in-law going to be thinking <gasps> hey that's the future father of my grandchild over there playing yeah. Call of Duty proud of you <laughs> no do you have an extra controller actually, yeah, coolest <laughs> father-in-law ever right there actually <laughs> This is a fun story out of Moose Jaw. Some people got together in 1995 and made a time capsule box. I love time capsules. I love cracking something open and finding stuff from ages ago. And that was a while ago. They intended to open that time capsule in 2005, 10 years later. They forgot. You blew Fast forward 17 or so years, and now someone found it when they were cleaning up a storage room. And they're like, oh, my God, we completely forgot about this time capsule mm-hmm. box. So they, they did something really neat. They kind of got in touch with a few people on social media. We were like, hey, we're going to open this time capsule if you want to watch. Yeah. They did it online, and they you know took like basically a digital inventory of everything. They took pictures and videos so everyone could share in it who had intended to open it. Mm-hmm. And no offense... Moose Jaw High School, but it's, it's it's boring. Every time capsule ever is boring. Like, if there's newspapers, there are pictures, there are programs to plays that were done at. The, and again, I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm being a little rude. Those are sentimental things for the people at the time. I'm not sorry. They I suck. Get it. Okay, I time get capsules it. are the most anticlimactic thing ever. It's like, oh, I can't wait. Twenty five years from now, oh, it's a bunch of paper. Yeah, I want <laughs> like, something like scatter in some teeth. Just throw some teeth in there. Get the people guessing who opened the box. That's the first thing, hey? You go straight to teeth. Why not? And then you know what? How about a little <laughs> bag of peanuts? Just a random why bag of peanuts. Why not lead with peanuts and then go to teeth? 
How about a debit card? Right to teeth, right? A debit card for somebody. A DVD copy of Austin Powers 2, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Or a McDonald's cheeseburger. See, those things apparently hold up quite well. It's just... Throw that in there. Time capsules. The only good thing that comes out of conversations about time capsules are, oh, what would you put in the time capsule? That's what happens every single time. We fell for it, Stacey. We fell for it. Suckers. It's that time of year again. CAA has brought back their annual Saskatchewan Worst Roads campaign. Yay? I don't know what the point of this is. I think it's to uh, find the worst road in the province. Well, obviously. Yeah. But then what? Does that road uh, in the jurisdiction, whatever municipality it happens to be in, uh, do the people there, are they like... Oh my God, we are in trouble. We've won worst road. What do we do? We did it, guys. Does the, do they celebrate? Are they embarrassed? Do they put up a plaque on that stretch of road while you're jostling over it, being like, "Hey, everybody, this is the worst road in Saskatchewan." Yeah, thanks. I can tell. We got to keep this up, guys. Okay, no one touch it. And no one touch it. This is this is the first thing this town has had in a long time. We need this. Once they do, let's say they do fix it. I think that plaque would be nice to say, like, this used to be Mm. the worst road in Saskatchewan. Look at us now. I would like to find some archives of this campaign and see, like, has Circle Drive North won this contest? Because I don't know why it hasn't. Close second, Ruth Street. Ruth Street sucks. What happened? Ruth, what happened? Ruth is troubled. Circle is trouble. Uh, Not all of Circle. Again, just Circle Drive North. Yeah, that's The rest true. of Circle is fine. Circle Drive North is just a special little slice of hell. The portion of Preston from about called 14th to 8th. Oh, man. That's not great Brutal. either. Brutal. Yeah, like right by the field house there. Sort of, oh, yeah. I hate it. I take it every day. And of course, there's like little stretches that aren't awful. I know some highways have won before, like oh, actual yeah. stretches of That's highway. That's what I think of when I think of this, but now we're just, we just thought of three Saskatoon streets like that. We don't even need a province-wide contest. Just a city-wide contest. Exactly. We can be good. <laughs> I feel like I have a pitch idea for a show. You know how sometimes they do local shows in, like, Saskatoon has that EMT show where they follow around a bunch of EMTs. Great show, by the way. How about a show called Arena Talk? Where people just get together and bitch about the downtown arena. Ah, let's do it, shall we? It's been a while since the arena talk has been in the news. It's been a while. But uh, there's a pitch kind of happening in the next couple weeks here where they're sitting down, having a meeting, and doing some serious discussions about Mm -hmm. the entertainment district, as they're calling it, which is a great idea. Big cities have it. It makes a lot of money. It's a fun thing. It draws in tourism. It's great. What about the parking, though, Stacy? The par- they Did you even think about, about the, parking? the parking? What about the transit? Where How are we supposed to get there? Where am I going to park my freaking car? I, I'm thinking Jerry Springer style talk show. Yeah. You know, where people just freak out and what about the parking? I'd actually watch that. <laughs> Honestly, though, um, it's going to be talked about, and they have a nice fancy video to go along with it. Tourism Saskatoon, I believe, was part of it, Mm. and it's a nice video. It highlights some amazing parts of downtown. Mm -hmm. There's lots of talking about how it could benefit us. 
I just, I don't know. I feel like it needs more than just a video to persuade people. We need some more outside-the-box ideas because people are really stubborn with this downtown arena. It's just nothing's really divided this city quite like this downtown arena. Some people think it's useless. Other people think, no, this is the thing we need to help downtown. Some people are for the arena. They just don't think it should be downtown. Mm -hmm. But we already have an arena that's not downtown. People Mm -hmm. complain about that. People also complain about the parking there. Mm -hmm. So, And if you voted to have Sastel Center put out there, I don't think you should be allowed to vote on this downtown arena because you blew it once already. Yeah. <laughs> so you should not get to lost vote again. All your you, lo- you lost all credibility when you put your vote to have it out there. Okay? You don't get to vote on it again. Uh, uh, this see see how much fun we're having? You're right? on to something here. I would with this watch sh- oh. this show. It's just everyone is, how are we going to improve downtown? Downtown needs to be improved. All right, we're going to do this arena. Oh, no, that's stupid. That's stupid, but you said we need to improve downtown. Yeah, but where will people park? Uh, Enough with the parking. It's time to play Is It Bad Parenting? Oh, I like this game. That's when we give you a a situation, a scenario, and you decide if it's bad parenting or not. Um, Trying to influence your kids to like the same things you do. Ah. Is it bad parenting? Uh, Here's the example. We're at the eight-week countdown now. Eight weeks until I become a dad. Mm -hmm. And I'm starting to just think of dad things. What am I going to do with this baby? (laughs) Well, the first three months, they're a potato. I'm just right. going to stare at feed this it. potato, yeah. feed it, make sure it's alive. After that, right? right? Um, I really want my kid to get into trains. Selfishly, I like really want my trains? kid to be like just- all about the model trains, Thomas the Tank Engine, actual trains, trains. when we're okay. stuck at one, like at a crossing or something. I want my kid to be a train kid. So if I start showing my kid like Thomas the Thomas the Tank Engine videos yeah. and I start, oh, look how cool this train is, right? Is that bad parenting to kind of sway things that's, that way? You know what that is? That's subliminal parenting. Oh, okay. And that's how I like to think of <laughs> that it. That sounds worse for some reason. It sounds creepy and kind of like from the 70s when they used to try to like brainwash people with it. But honestly, the more you incorporate mm-hmm. whatever you want your child to be interested in into their lives, they kind of have so no choice. You don't want to manipulate them, but at the same you time, you don't want to force them. You right? want to manipulate them. Yes, you want to gently manipulate yes. them subliminally. Manipulate them, but in a non greasy way. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Because secretly, you, like, you love trains. Yeah. You could just get into trains well, no. and live no, your no, life. No, 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 because I can't spend money on myself. Like most dads out there, I don't like the attention. I get enough attention on this radio show four hours a day. I'm already uncomfortable with that. I I don't like spending money on myself. I don't like treating myself. But if I can rationalize it by saying, oh, I'm doing it for my kid, then it's fine. Well, there you go. So just- really, no, I can, I can build a giant model train set up in my basement, but I can lie to myself and say it's for my kid when really it's for me. Well, there you go. Then that makes it completely fine. If you justify it, mm-hmm. oh, no, no, it's for the kid. And then if the kid grows up and hates trains, boom, you got yourself a train set. I think we answered the question here. It's not bad parenting. No. Greasy parenting, <laughs> yes. maybe. The Masters, one cool thing about it, the Masters dinner. Did you know about the Masters dinner? Not until this morning. Um, The person who won the Masters a year before, they get to put on a dinner a couple days before this Masters. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it's funny because they get to pick whatever they pick the menu whatever menu they want they get to pick it and in years past some of the menus have been so bad like Bubba Watson again this is like the ritziest golf course the richest golf course you have a lot of money the ultimate golf prize. money is not an object Bubba Watson picked grilled chicken breast steamed vegetables and like confetti cake <laughs> So like, 19, what are you doing? In 1996, champion yeah. Nick Faldo, fish and chips with tomato soup. <laughs> Nick, give your head a shake. Like, it's just ridiculous, eh? Uh, I think Colin Morikawa won it last year, and he's having sushi, which is cool, right? Tiger Woods has won it so many times that he's like running out of ideas for his Masters Well, every supper. single time he's done it, yeah. there's been sushi, but he also had like stuffed jalapenos, mm-hmm. quesadillas, well, you Mexican were, rice, and sushi. You were ripping on him. You were like, man, this is the best you could think of, Tiger? Well, he's I think he's got three or four green jackets now. Yeah. You, got, you run out but of then ideas. He, then Mike Weir in 2003, his was like lobsters and puff pastry yeah, no. with a wild boar and chanterelle mushroom bundle. See, he did it right. Wow. Mike Weir yeah. did it right because he knows too, like Mike Weir, he did not deserve to win that master. So. No? <laughs> like that was a fluke that he wanted and he's taking advantage of it. I Why love it. Why not? Do this in real life. If you have a fantasy football team or a fantasy league that you're very obsessed with, do this with the winner next year. Hello everyone, welcome to the winner's dinner. Welcome to the champion's dinner. I won our fantasy football league. So it just be chicken fingers and fries. Uh, chicken fingers and tater tots, Stacey. Oh, I stand corrected. <laughs> So Burger King, in a bit of hot water, uh, they're getting sued by numerous customers. Anytime a fast food restaurant gets sued, you know it's going to be the most ridiculous story ever. So continue. Well, that one, remember the the hot coffee? Yes, that's the one that started it all. (laughs) That's the one that started it all, I guess. I don't know. Some people in South Florida shocker are suing burger king because they say the food is not as it appears in the pictures the food's not big enough good enough smart enough not just not good enough welcome to life welcome to the world that's every place ever even five-star restaurants fast food joints the advertising on tv is unbelievable those burgers look amazing when the (laughs) when the lettuce drops on the burger there's fresh water dripping off of it because it's so crisp and clean or cgi or that all those tricks that go into it and then yeah you get the burger and guess what it does not look like it did in the commercial still tastes good it still tastes good. Looks you like paid crap. for it. And you know what? It didn't look like the burger last time you ordered it either. But oh, you went back oh, and got nothing. another one. Oh, it doesn't look like the picture. I saw this video of a guy who went to a couple different fast food restaurants and ordered just a standard combo. Diet mm-hmm. Coke, fries, and a burger. Gets it, sits down, opens it, and compares it to the ad. Goes back up to the till and says, I'm sorry, but this is not what you advertise. Can I have it made like the picture? Do people not have jobs? How do people have this much free time? I don't know. Maybe he did it on a Saturday afternoon. Excuse me, sir. The world (laughs) revolves around me, and I want exactly 100% of what I want. And if I only get 99% of what I want, I will freak out on social media. Well, the thing is... I hate the world. He was really nice about it. He was not being rude or anything, but he just kept going back. Until the burger looked like what it did in the picture. And it just, it goes to show you, like, you're not going to get that picture Mm -hmm. every single time. They're suing for a bunch of other things, too. The Whopper, one of their breakfast sandwiches. I don't know what they're suing. Like, are they suing for emotional distress? No, they're suing because their life sucks and they want money to make it better. Or they want, like, free Whoppers for life. (laughs) 
<laughs> Come on, guys. Why, I'm going to be mad for the rest of the day. Why do we have to do this? Ah, uh, you know. Cranky cruise mornings. Rest of the day. Buckle up. Question for you. Mm-hmm. Because you're a Twitter user, I am not. Uh-huh. I go on Twitter once a week. Sometimes I like something, and sometimes I just ignore most things. At Stacy Doctor, give her a follow. She has like 47 <laughs> sure. followers. Um, no, I am the CTO, the Chief Twitter Officer here at Cruise FM. Um, big news for Twitter. Yep. Big news. Uh, they're adding an edit button. Kind of. Ish. Ish, sort of. Is that a big deal for people on Twitter? Oh, yeah. People have been asking for this on Twitter for a long time. Because I saw, I read real quickly, they are going to be testing out the edit button, mm-hmm. but it's only for the paid service on exactly. Twitter, which is Twitter Blue. Think of the paid service as Ontario. And you know how Ontario always gets the test items for like McDonald's oh, yeah. and other things? That's what they're doing here. They're just testing it for the people that use this. I call it fancy Twitter. I'm What's, cheap, so I don't have it. What's the benefit of I blue? don't know. Honestly, I don't care. Better people? <laughs> Less nerds? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. There probably isn't. It's a money scam, probably. Yeah. Um, editing the edit button, it's been it's been a big topic for Twitter users, for sure. It's just going to lead to so much confusion because people will tweet one thing and then they're going to be like, oh, I thought of something better and edit it two minutes later. Basically updating But someone's going to reply on that in that time and then it's not really the right response. It's just, you know what? Twitter should just stick with the system they have. You mess up. You just delete the tweet, start over again. Card laid, card played. Or mentality. Proofread. (laughs) That's. Proofread. Yeah. Go back to grade three and proofread. Everyone's so mad. Oh, I need an edit button. I need an edit button. No, you need proofreading skills. That's what you need. Well, the other thing, too, on Twitter, because so many times you see like screenshots of Mm -hmm. somebody's tweet or somebody's tweet Mm -hmm. where it's like right then, that second, they've got it. And so if you're like, oh, actually, I went back and edited it, well, it doesn't matter. The internet has already seen your first Mm -hmm. one, which was. 10 minutes ago. I wish we could do that on the radio, hey? Imagine if we had an edit button on the radio. Uh, we say something five minutes later. Hey, wait a minute. That uh, was dumb. We thought of something way more hilarious. So yeah. just pretend we didn't say that and pretend we're saying this for the first time. Radio edit button. Make it happen. We're coming for you, Drake. <laughs> Stacey and Clayton, weekday mornings 6 to 10 on Cruise. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.